This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. Good morning. You're listening to the Carl Miller Show. I am your host, Carl Miller, principal broker at Carl Miller Realty, LLC. We're located over at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg, and we are your caring, competent, trusted advisor for real estate sales and service. Today's topics, what do sellers need today? How is one large company affecting many metro markets? We'll explore that in the second half. And then today, the hottest zip codes for real estate and Virginia state housing. Which county shows the highest median sales price appreciation year to date? I want to give a special thanks to Fortress Foundation Solutions for sponsoring our show this month. Fortress Foundation Solutions is a locally owned company that takes pride in protecting your fortress. They specialize in basement waterproofing, foundation repair, crawl space encapsulation, and concrete leveling. With free estimates and professional service, trust the local experts at Fortress Foundation Solutions for all things foundation and basement tea. Visit FortressFoundationSolutions.com. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. We have an amazing house priced at just $89 a square foot located at 114 Harrison Street. And this home just offers great value, and better yet, it is move-in ready. It's going to be open this week on Sunday from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Shane Timberlake will be your host, so come by and check out that open house. It's a nice historic home there at 114 Harrison Street with updated landscaping. It has fresh paint throughout, a brand-new central air system, and it has four bedrooms and two-and-a-half baths. There's just a lot to love about this 1908 home, and it is available on the market for $279.9. Stop by and see Shane on Sunday from 2 to 4. Again, the address is 114 Harrison Street. And today you get another listing opportunity as well. And this one just listed this week in Bedford County on the Boonesboro side of the county. It has a heated, uh, I'm sorry, the property address is 109 Stillhouse Run. It's a cul-de-sac street with two stories, three beds, two and a half baths. And it even has a basement complete with a heated garage space. There's a concrete driveway. And this is just a beautiful home, beautiful finishes. It's going to be open from 2 to 4 on Sunday. It's listed for three seventy nine nine. Debbie Timberlake will be your host. So that address is 109 Stillhouse Run in 24503. 109 Stillhouse Run, 24503. And the other one is 114 Harrison Street in the 24504 zip code. Both homes will be open from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. On Sunday, for more information, check out our website, carlmillerrealty.com. That was a long introduction, but Yancey <laughs> Campbell is with us today. Welcome, Yancey. Good to be here. She's the marketing director for Carl Miller Realty, and just as a great co-host. <laughs> appreciate appreciate all that you're doing. You know, we, we, uh, we've got a few events kind of going on in our office, and we have a big uh, client appreciation event that we have pulled off this weekend That's right. with our A-plus clients. We call them our A-plus clients. So the clients that refer us multiple times or mm-hmm. uh, folks that have recently closed with us, they get invited and we're just always trying to add value and show appreciation and love to our clients. And so we hosted a, a large event at a farm uh, in Rustburg and we just had a, had a great turnout and a lot of fun. It's something we look forward to each year and it's just a lot of fun. Absolutely. And we've uh, got a couple community events that we have uh, recently been involved with or are currently involved with. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, Yancey? Yeah, that's right. So coming up on September 25th, we have the upcoming Virginia 10-miler race. That's 
Uh, we had Jeff Ferdoko come on and talk with us a few weeks back, and there will be a door prize drawing for a free pair of running shoes from Riverside Runners. So be sure to register for this race. I think registration's still open, right? Oh, now. yeah, it's open all the way up until the race day, yeah. I believe. So we're the sponsoring rates go that. Up a little bit. Yeah, that's right. But uh, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be great. A few of us from the office are running the four and the 10 miler. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And Yancey finally committed. That's right. I committed. Four miler, not the 10. <laughs> four miler. <laughs> uh, and then last week we had the Freedom 424 Gala and fundraiser. They had a goal of raising 125000 I know a bit earlier this week they were up to one twenty three. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what I saw. And I, and they may have hit the one twenty five, but Yeah, uh, Freedom, it was awesome. Freedom 424 just has continued to make a great impact in our community. And you can learn more about them at freedom424.org. Yep, that's right. Great, great organization. To check out that podcast, or check out the broadcast when Joy was on this show, mm-hmm. uh, just check out the Carl Miller Show platform and you can, you can research. I think it was three weeks ago. So yeah. she came on board and talked about that. That was a, a great, a great interview. Well, last week we talked about three misconceptions on the market from buyers. And just to recap, you know, there are no homes for sale. It's impossible for me to get a loan and I can't afford to buy a home. Those are some of the misconceptions. We kind of debunked all of those uh, statements and, and why they're simply not true. And in the show, I alluded to the top five zip codes in the country, and we never actually got to them. So wanted to talk about the markets in the United States right now that are considered to be the most active. And so mm-hmm. Realtor.com did a survey recently where they they track which zip codes are being searched the most and, and which ones are selling the most houses in the United States. And so the top zip codes in the United States – Let's just take it down from the top. Let's go backwards, Yancey, just for fun. Okay. So the top, number 10, is Franklin, Tennessee. Zip code is 37067. It's a beautiful area. Oh, it's, yeah, it's just outside of Nashville. In fact, I'm going to share a story about Nashville, a client that lives there. Or not a client, but a friend. I was on a conversation. We'll talk about that in a second, uh, the second half of our show. But Franklin, Tennessee, the median sales price there is $847,000. Um, days on market is still five, five days on market. And uh, the views per property is up 337% wow. from where it was a year before. The, so Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, number nine is Farmington, Michigan, Michigan with a 48336. Hmm. And so that that is a market that's getting a lot of action. Concord, New Hampshire comes in at number eight. You know, what's surprising is number seven as well, Milford, Massachusetts, the 10757. So some of these northern states are getting a lot of action and they're outside of the bigger cities and the Mm. tax rates are a little bit lower. They're more suburb type things. And this article that Realtor.com put out was that common threads are they're typically in subdivisions but they're within about 20 to 30 minutes of a major city. city yes so you've got the shopping and restaurants right there but still that and, small town feel right and the other thing that's interesting is that the median sales price is a little lower than the um, national average actually so it's it's considered to be affordable so again real estate is always local yeah. And so what's affordable in Milford, Massachusetts, uh, with a median sales listing price of four fifty five, would be considered really expensive for Lynchburg. Yeah. But again, all real estate is local, and the dollars in a local economy are local as well. Number six, this one is um, this is the, uh, one of the lowest median sales price list. The median sales price in this town is three two hundred and thirty five thousand dollars, and it is Lincoln Village, Ohio, hmm. the four three two two eight. 
Um, this next one, now we're getting to the top five. Brentwood, North Carolina, and uh, median sales price of three nineteen. Brentwood has. Um, I can't remember which city that was in. You know what? I don't have my complete notes here, but uh, Brentwood, North Carolina is in the uh, median list price of $319.9, five days on the market. And uh, that's the 27616 zip code. Manchester, New Hampshire comes in at number four. Peabody, Massachusetts is number three. And that's the 01960. No, Peabody is outside of Boston. Mm-hmm. All right, then number two. It is on the East Coast or Eastern States. It's up in New York, West Arondequoit. I'm going to butcher this. West Arondequoit, New York is number two at 14617. And the median sales price here is only 175000 That's wow. actually below Lynchburg. I do know New York has higher taxes, but mm-hmm. uh, that area is the number two. And the number one, and this is the one that probably surprised me the least because I've got a lot of connections out there, is East Colorado Springs, Colorado. I can believe that. Uh, 80916 is yep. the number one zip code. And the median list priced out there is around the 318 number. Okay. Four days on the market. I know um, that area saw just a lot of appreciation in 2017 to 2020 pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. They were in a, a just a really crazy tight market. And, you know, their, their median sales price went up from, you know, it was in the high 100s in 2017. It went up significantly. And uh, I, I got a good friend of mine. I actually tried to get him on the show today, and he, he wasn't available to come on. But um, he was talking in 2017 and 18 just how things were selling with, you know, 20 offers on the table. So that, yeah. that was all happening before it was happening in the rest of the country in that market. So that zip code kind of cooled off a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's back, and, and it's, it's considered to be very affordable because the other zip codes surrounding – um, that area. And that's East not Colorado too Springs. far from like Denver area. Correct? Yeah, it's just south. So the you know the the I twenty five corridor kind of connects, you know, Colorado Springs to Denver. And what's interesting is those two cities <laughs> continue to kind of merge. It's about an hour drive, or it right. used to be before traffic. But there's a little town up there called Castle Rock, and there's I mean it's sort of that you can reach both of them. It's right between the two, and it's it's amazing to see the growth out there. That's awesome. I was out there um, a few weeks ago in that area, and it's just it's just amazing to see what uh, Colorado Springs and Denver have done, and just mm-hmm. that whole I-25 corridor. So there you go, the hottest zip codes in the U.S. Number one, Colorado Springs, and and uh, East Colorado Springs, I should say, eight zero nine one six. All right. Virginia. What's happening in Virginia? You know, last week we talked a little bit about some of the data of what's mm-hmm. happening in Lynchburg and the surrounding counties. And uh, the Virginia Association of Realtors kind of put out some reports just recently. And so, again, keeping that theme of all real estate being local, what's what's happening in Virginia? And so the question is, what is the county in Virginia that has appreciated the most in the entire state. And before we get to that, let, I just want to kind of hit, we, we kind of focus on Lynchburg and the three touching counties quite a bit on the show. Uh, Lynchburg City, the numbers are out uh, 12.4%. Mm-hmm. Now that's year to date through July. This goes through the end of July. So the median sales price in Lynchburg went from 169 to right at 190. Okay. 12.4% up for the city of Lynchburg. That's the median sales price, so keep in mind. Uh, Bedford County saw 12.6%. Appreciation, two fifty seven to two eighty well two ninety nine rounded off so two two fifty seven to two ninety uh, is the median sales price there. Appomattox County, this one's surprising, went up eighteen point five percent. 
Uh, it is now over 200. It's the first time that that's ever happened in Appomattox because a year ago it was 169.9. And then Amherst County actually is a little bit higher than that with a 19% hmm. median sales price appreciation. And Campbell County, now this is kind of interesting because Campbell County has four different high school districts and it's a, it's a large, it encompasses a lot of territory. And the actual median sales price for the entire county is flat. It's, a, it's around that 210 number. But if you look at uh, July, just the month of July, 2020 versus 2021, it's actually up 11.5%. And I will say this, the, the, the closer parts of Campbell County that are in Lynchburg, so like the Evington and the 24502 yeah. zip code and the 24501, if you kind of stayed in that Brookville and Rustburg School District, mm -hmm. definite appreciation there, closer to the 13% yeah. number. All right, what county in Virginia appreciated the most uh, year-to-date, 2021 versus 2020? Brunswick County. And I don't I learned, even know where that I, is. I learned something about Brunswick County. It was named after, or Brunswick Stew Oh, was named after the county. There's some roots there, so I'm sure there's some fun. Anthony, you're nodding Anthony, your head. Anthony, Anthony seems Anthony, like he Anthony, our producer, knows. is just nodding his head like he knows something here. Brunswick County, the high school in Brunswick County was my high school's rival. Oh. There you go. So I'm from, that's a Southern Virginia County um, yeah. Right near North Carolina. It's, that's right. It borders the North Carolina border. It's it's west of Emporia, and so it's kind of east of Clarksville, which is those of you that are fishermen in this group, you know where Bugs Island Lake is. It's some of the. It's where I live. It's where you live. It's yeah, where there I'm you from. Go. So there you go. So Anthony Anthony can can attest the the, the wonderful. Uh, I got some friends who love the catfish down there. And they pull out some monsters. There's great fish down there. <laughs> yeah, great fish. So, so Clarksville. There you go. Or Brunswick County. It's 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 actually uh it's actually east of Clarksville. But but here's the numbers. Last year to date, the median sales price in that county was a whopping one hundred fifteen thousand dollars, and and now it's up one hundred and twenty six percent to two hundred and sixty. No way. So oh maybe maybe some of those are lake values. Who knows? But I do know this that that county has seen massive appreciation. Over the, last, over the last over the last few months. So that's kind of a couple quick summary. Uh, one more thing I'll just share about Virginia, and that is the uh, inventory, the amount of active homes for sale uh, throughout, and this is the statewide, is actually up. Uh, if you look at June 2021 to July 2021, so that, that change has been a little bit of a shift in the market. There's actually 8.1% more homes for sale. Mm -hmm. and, and I would say that now that we're in September, we're seeing that even go up a little bit more. The amount of homes sold, this is the one number that is discrepancies from, from our local market. The number of home sales in Virginia down 8%. But we pointed out last week on our show that Greater Lynchburg has more sales uh, than we had year-to-date last year mm. by about 110 houses. And so what's interesting is statewide, the numbers are down a little bit. So kind of interesting. And uh, we get, get this information from the Realtors Association, Virginia Realtors Association. So it's just interesting to see how Lynchburg compares with the rest of the state. Yeah, but definitely. One of the things I will say, and I've said it before and we'll keep talking about it, is that if you look at all the cities in Virginia that have a population of, you know, 50 to 70,000 people, people or more, you know, Lynchburg is still the most affordable of yeah. all those metro areas. So that's why I just think that we, our area here in Virginia just has really strong uh, appreciation I potential agree. moving forward. So that's what we have for uh, the first part of our show. Except Carl's Clips, Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. All right. So we do have a real estate clip of the week here. And so the the little tip this week I just want to share is for sellers. For sellers who are wanting to just get top dollar for your house, make a great 
first impression. That's the tip. Make a great first imp impression. Pay attention to the outside. Pressure wash the sidewalks, trim your bushes, and just fresh mulch will do wonders to just helping a buyer either say or think, wow, when they see your house for the first time. And if you want to go the next step, just paint the front door, get rid of all the scuffs, and make a great first impression for and buyers. And use, use some of those fall decor tips from last week. <laughs> last week's fall decor tips, fall decor tips by right. Nancy were amazing. All right, when we come back, we'll explore what a large company is actively doing in some U.S. markets. And what I'm hearing is the number one question burning in the mind of home sellers today who have a pending sale. We're back with the Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, Carl Miller, joined in studio by Yancey Campbell, the marketing director for Carl Miller Realty. And before we explore one of the questions, I would say the number one question that a pending seller has today, I wanted to touch on a post that's kind of making the rounds on TikTok this week. In fact, I actually posted to my personal Facebook page as well. There's a TikTok user named Sean Gotcher. He's a real estate agent. He just shared, in some ways, a pretty brilliant and, and somewhat sarcastic clip about, without naming any names, how a large company... <laughs> collects data points and essentially is just learning what zip codes people are moving to and where they want and what the values are. So let's listen in to Sean Gotcher. I've been a real estate agent for about 11 years now. And let's talk about the housing crisis. And let's talk about some what ifs. What if there was a company that everybody used, everybody used, everybody knew of to look for houses. And everybody goes on there and searches for houses when they're bored and stuff. And so that company, they just sit back and they just collect all the data. They just know what zip code is looking at what zip code and how much those people can afford. Everyone's looking at this one zip code and everybody seems to be able to afford this certain amount. And let's say that billion dollar company uses that information to go into that zip code and start purchasing houses. Because the people that are selling their houses, even though they sell it for a little bit less sometimes than what the home could actually be worth, and they pay these high fees to this billion dollar company, it's a convenience factor. So this company's scooping up houses less than what they actually could cost. And let's say that that company, excuse me, Canoe, that company buys 30 homes within a two mile radius. And let's say the price is 300,000. So they buy all of these homes for 300,000. And then on the 31st home, they buy it for $340. Even though they know all of the all of the comps. Because most people have to get a loan. And if you get a loan, you have to get an appraisal, which means the appraiser is gonna look at what homes have sold in the area for that size and that price per square foot. So they're paying cash. They don't, they don't need an appraisal. Why would they pay $340 for this 31st home whenever they've only paid $300 for these others? Well, what that just did is create a new comp. So when they go to sell these other 30 homes, that extra $40,000 that you could say this one sold for three forty, dollars just made them $1.2 off that one neighbor. Because they know from their research how much people can afford in that zip code. Weird. And let's say that then they're going to come in. They bought that home at three forty dollars that still needs work. So they're going to come in and do their good old paint, spackle, and change the carpet and call it a remodel. So now we can sell them for... 360 because we know off of our data that's how much people can't afford wouldn't that be weird if a company did that and then say that this company also starts letting you um use their own lenders and their own title and escrow company and makes you write your contract on their contract not the one that your state uses wouldn't that be a weird world to live in 
My goodness, I can't imagine us living in that world. Can you? So that that is Sean Gotcher. It's just a pretty brilliant little TikTok, and it's and feel free to watch it. But um, the reality is, is that this is what some buyers are competing with in some metro markets. It's a real thing. And uh, without naming names, there's a large company that a lot of us are going to to get real estate information. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty easy. They make an offer to a seller. It's a hassle-free move. Now, granted, their fees uh, are actually about 2.5% higher than a standard real estate broker's fees. So even though it's a simple deal, the buyers or the sellers are paying a lot of fees. But again, it's a convenience factor. And There's and no appraisal, things like that. no appraisal. Like that. It's cash. So what's happening, though, is that this is becoming – and I've heard about this from other real estate agents in, in larger markets. They're not in Lynchburg yet, uh, but it is a real thing. And so the buyers are competing with this, and some of the houses are never even hitting the market because this company's just, you know, they. Well, the, the interesting thing about a tech company like that is they know before anybody else when mm-hmm. somebody's thinking about selling a house, they can track. They're gathering the data. They're gathering the data. They're looking at what you're looking at, and they, you know, and they consumers will click on a link. What's my house worth? House worth? Or hey, here's some improvements that are on my house that you don't know about. And all of a sudden, offers are coming in. Be, they're being solicited for offers, especially in specific zip codes. We talked mm-hmm. about the top ten hottest zip codes. Every one of those, well, maybe with the exception of a couple of those rural zip codes, but every one of those ma- metro area zip codes are getting offers. Yeah. So it's just interesting. And and I'm not here to, you know, dig too deep into the weeds with it. But I think the question that consumers need, consumers need to be aware that this is happening. And and so is this a problem? You know, is there anything that can be done as we're listening to this? Our producer here, Anthony, is saying there's got to be a law against this. But the reality is there's not. I mean, this is a capitalistic country. And as much as I love capitalism, is this form of capitalism okay, Mm. you know, is the question that that I'm asking myself. Um, Because we are in a housing shortage and buyers are already challenged enough with the homes that do come on the market competing with other buyers. And when you're competing against a billion dollar, well, multi-billion dollar company with lots of inside information, it could be considered insider trading, right? Um, It makes it very, very difficult for buyers to buy single family homes. Companies, Wall Street's always been interested in buying commercial properties and multifamily units, you know, mm-hmm. the, the 200 unit apartment complexes, those types of things. But this is the first time we've seen a major player compete in the single family housing space. And it's, it's, it's just a fascinating uh, phenomenon happening in the US right now and other markets. We'll say it's the hot commodity. So it's uh, it's just interesting that a lot of people see the potential for large return on investment gains. So it, it's going to be interesting to see if if uh, there's any congressional law introductions yeah. over the next few years. I, I don't see how there could be, but it is just interesting that that folks are uh, some companies are starting to play the the single family real estate. Game. Do you think we'll see this in Lynchburg over the next five years or? One of the advantages of living in Lynchburg, we fly under the radar a little yeah. bit. We're a little bit of a pocket market. We're not okay. on a major interstate. We're a small town, mm-hmm. 90,000 people. And so, I mean, I think even as we look at the rest of the state, I would think there's other cities in Virginia that would be targeted much quicker than Lynchburg. Right. When I look at what's going on in Northern Virginia inside the Beltway, and this is happening up there, by the way. And even, you know, our capital, Richmond, is, and just the different cities that are growing faster than Lynchburg are, mm-hmm. I would think that this company would be more attracted to that than they would be to Lynchburg. Yeah, but, yeah. but what do I know? I don't know. I mean, it's – I just know this. I've got some investors that are calling me from other parts of the country. It's like, wow, Lynchburg looks really attractive for me to buy a few houses right now. I can cash flow here. So there's a lot of money coming into Lynchburg from mm-hmm. out of state. So could that happen on a corporate level? 
Possibly. I don't know. It's interesting. Well, one burning question. What's the number one burning question in people's minds that are under contract? They have a home to sell. It's under contract. And I've had conversations with several folks this week. And one of them is a writer and a fairly influential guy. He lives in Nashville, Tennessee. I was, on a, I was privileged to be on a Zoom call with him with a small group of, of guys this week. And um, last year, th- at this time, his house was valued around $2.4 million, And he's seen the crazy. He's seen house prices go up. And he has a goal to be on the beach in, in eight years. So he reached out to his trusted realtor, who he's bought and sold a number of houses with over the last years, and just asked, hey, would it be possible to get what seems like I might be able to get for my house today? And she said, there are no homes for sale between 3 and $4 million. Your home is worth at least $3.5 million. Why don't you try it? So he popped it on the market for $3.8 million. Keep in mind, a year ago, it was two point three. million, okay? Mm-hmm. $3.8 million, and they got Gosh. a full price contract in less than two days. Wow. So now he is needing to buy another home, and now he's competing for other houses. And so he did find one. He found a house that was listed for $1.2 million, a 3,000-square-foot house. He ended up paying one point four because multiple offers. He got it for one point four. But the question his mind just burning in the back of my mind is, is this going to actually close? Is this too good to be true? Mm-hmm. And, and the reality is, is that I think every seller has that question. Is this too good to be true? Is this going to actually close? Because the conflict that he's experienced is, look, I might be paying too much for my $1.4 million house that I offered $200,000 above list price for, but my goal is to be on the beach in eight years. And when I go to sell in eight years, it's probably only going to sell for a million. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what's going through his mind. But you know what? It's worth it because I got so much more from my house. So we just had a really interesting conversation this week, and he was talking about how, uh, you know, he just needs to be assured that mm-hmm. this thing is closing and that the buyer really does want his house. And, right. But the reality is, is that the buyers are so excited to get houses right now that, you know, most times they close after you get past the inspections and the appraisal. This, in both these cases, there's no appraisal. They just waive the appraisal because appraisal problems. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is, is that um, – you combine a seller who's moving, almost always a seller has something else going on in their lives that makes them move. You've got you know, a death in the family or right. a new job or a divorce or maybe a new baby or maybe, maybe some family members are moving in. Maybe, you know, maybe aging mom or dad is moving into the house with you. Mm-hmm. So there's always, not always, but a lot of times there's another stressful situation involved. And you know what I've learned in just that very insightful conversation is that as real estate agents and brokers, it's just so critical that we keep our clients informed of every step of the way and just right. give some assurance. Because I think and the reality is, is that in eight years, his $1.4 million Nashville home is going to probably be worth well more than what it is today. I mean, yeah. outside of interest rates just skyrocketing. The Fed has signaled they're going to keep these rates low. We're seeing dollars devalue. We're seeing raised uh, prices on the on the fixed assets like real estate. And I think he's going to be just fine. But it's a fear. Like, is this too good to be true? Right, right. And, and when you're talking numbers that big, uh, I get it. You know, we, we talk about our interest rates. I mean, our uh, appreciation rates in the 10 to 18 percent, depending which county you're in. And wow, that seems too good to be true. But now you take that and you multiply it by, you know, if it's a 50% or in yeah. this case, you know, almost a 60%, you know, deal, the numbers just get crazy. And I mean, you throw the beach in there, everything's worth it. <laughs> that's Well, there you go. So he's moving towards something. He's, he's moving forward, yeah. but it's just, yeah. it's just an interesting conversation. And it gives a little bit of perspective what's happening in other parts of the country. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and again, when we look at conservative little old Lynchburg, and uh, you know, that's what I'm saying over and over again, we've got a long ways to go mm-hmm. with appreciation. And it's a slow, steady as she goes market. I think we're going to be just fine in South Central Virginia. Yeah, yeah.
And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. According to Realtor.com, if you want to sell your home quicker, you need to paint the interior and exterior white. That is the color that was voted on for this year that makes homes sell quicker. Yeah. And that's yeah, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the first segment about mm-hmm. painting your front door. Absolutely. So if you're thinking about a color, white is the key. I think it's fresh and it offers a good perspective yeah. of people looking. That's a great tip. Well, there's an open comment line. You can put comments on about this show, and that number at WLNI is 434-333-2009. Text any questions that you have there, 333-2009. You can also reach out to any of the Carl Miller Realty social media platforms. We are your local, caring, competent, trusted advisors for all things real estate. And I want to thank, you again, our sponsor this month, Fortress Foundation Solutions. Thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to drop by the open houses at 109 Stillhouse Run, Sunday 2 to 4, or 114 Harrison Street, 24504.